Welcome back to another Transforming Your Business Mindset. Richard Pyatt here. Glad to have you along with us in our series, helping entrepreneurs think about their mindset about maybe a new business. Maybe it's been rolling around in your mind for a while and you just need a little oomph to get it going. Coach Michelle Coy is the one to give us the oomph. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Hi, Richard. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. So <laughs> many of us who have been in business or or certainly worked in the workplace may be familiar with SWOT, the SWOT analysis. In this case, we're SWOTing ourselves. <laughs> yes. We're understanding ourselves with the SWOT analysis. <laughs> yes. I just did the SWOT analysis with a group of women, and it was just amazing what they discovered about themselves. Oftentimes, growing up, we're always focused or our teachers always focus us on our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And because of that, that takes a toll on your mindset because then you're feeling like you're not good enough because they've always just focused at, oh, you're not good in math or you're not good in this particular area. Mm. And I have people looking at it as especially as business owners, let's look at our weaknesses as opportunities to help find people to delegate work to. Our SWOT analysis is when we're doing it on ourselves rather than on our businesses, it helps business owners identify those areas in which they could lean on somebody else to help them be a successful business. And that's exactly what it stands for. The O, right? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. That's And so the O means exactly that, opportunities. You know, it's true that we may be told what our weaknesses are. We also may run around with our own impressions of what our weaknesses are too, right? And, and we yes. spend time focused on those rather than the strengths. Yes, because we're always focusing on what we're not good at. Uh -huh. Instead of we came into business because we have something that we're good at and we're filling the gap for other business owners. However, we forget to look inward and say, where are our gaps? Like we just were what we explored in the last episode mm -hmm. of understanding our gaps and where we can take those gaps and either gain additional information and more knowledge in that area or move it so that we can have somebody else that has that strength and use their strengths to our advantage. And as well, as you said, sometimes until we stop and make a list of what our strengths are, we might not realize what they are entirely. Exactly. So what I'm going to encourage our listeners to do is take a minute and sit down and look at all of your strengths. List at least five to 10 strengths. And as you look at all those strengths, I did this as an exercise in uh, one of my leadership courses. Put a name to that. What is a character trait that you could name yourself? So mine are, I'm very intuitive. I can create a safe space for people. I can listen for things that other people can't hear. So I called myself an angelic guide because I'm using my angelic inner intuition to guide others mm. to find things. And so what could you name yourself based on those character traits that you find as your strength? And then I encourage you to do the same thing with your weaknesses. Hmm. So I struggle. I'll be very vulnerable here. I struggle with follow-up. 
I struggle with um, focusing and finishing certain things. However, I just took Patrick Lencioni's Six Working Geniuses Hmm. and Tenacity, which is getting things done, is actually not one of my competencies. So I was like, oh, that explains it. I have to help people get things done. So I always have to have an accountability partner. And so just being able to look at that, um, I allow my calendar to run my life a lot of times instead of allowing me to run my calendar. I have been known to be a people pleaser, a yes person. So I called myself a chaotic tornado (laughs) just because I'm just, you know, it's, it's that lack of focus. It's starting to look at yourself and naming yourself and to understand, okay, what do I need to support either me or is this something I can delegate out? Mm -hmm. Well, I I was about to say that um, as empowering as knowing our strengths and naming Superman or Superwoman, whatever (laughs) you want to name yourself because of your strengths, uh, knowing the weaknesses too is important, isn't it? We have to be fully informed, don't we? It just creates a level of awareness so that you know what the next step is. Maybe in your business, it's looking at how can I automate a process that will help me be more focused or can help me with that follow up? Or is it a process thing that you can do? So it's it's just more of an educational and an awareness that can help support you in being a success in your business. Yeah. And so knowing all these things can help begin to chart that path. Now, what about threats? Well, the, that sounds a little scary when we say, oh, here's a bunch of threats. But again, just like the strengths and the weaknesses, we need to know what the threats are. So uh, exercise I did in the Darren Hardy leadership program, what mm-hmm. we actually had to do was instead of opportunities and threats, we had to look at our inner conflicts, oh. the negative and the positive. And so this is definitely a exercise in vulnerability and really digging deep to look at yourself at a really deep level. So as I was growing up, I felt that need for significance. So my negative traits were a feeling of abandonment, a need for significance, a need for validation. I started noticing that these traits were sometimes threatening the success of my business Mm. because I allowed these fears to step in. I was not stepping into those fears. I was allowing these fears, these inner conflicts to hold me back. And so I had to really start looking at what does the need for significance mean? And I actually turned these into opportunities Mm. because I now go out on social media and post things that are happening to me, inspiration, anything I'm teaching, anything I'm learning. So I'm actually being a catalyst for somebody else. So that need for significance has brought me to a point where I'm sharing value with others. So oftentimes the pendulum swinging and taking those negative traits and you've used them to become opportunities by looking at the positive sides of those inner conflicts. Yeah. So the strengths are what we really want to know about ourselves because, you know, rah, rah. That's that's what we're good good at. But the weaknesses and the threats, the W and the T, can become the O. 
They can yes. become opportunities. So you talked about some weaknesses that you had. Those are all opportunities to change those. And then mm -hmm. the threats or traits, as you put it in this case, are the same thing. They're opportunities to change things or uh, uh, mm -hmm. somehow advance an objective. Fair to say? Fair to say. Yeah. So in doing all of this, what do we hope to gain then when we're trying to figure out whether or not we have a business in our future? What's the punctuator after you've done all of this? So the punctuator is, it's a guidance system to let you know, before I complete this idea, before I start this business, mm -hmm. who do I need to surround myself with? Do I have those support systems in place to surround myself with so that I can be successful? Because grabbing a mentor that can help guide you, for me, it would help focus me. Grabbing someone in your weaknesses hey, do I know somebody that does really well in social media? Is there somebody that can help me get projects done? So it's allowing you to look at yourself and let that be a guidance tool so that not only are you doing that SWOT analysis on your business to see if it's a viable opportunity to go and take it to the marketplace, but you're also looking at yourself and saying, who do I need? so that this business can be successful. All right. And that is where you began, the notion that there are some things that will reveal themselves. Maybe you already know, but you dig down and do this process, you see it, that would prompt you to say, I want somebody else to do that. Or, you know, I'm not the accountant. That's Richard talking yeah. right there. I'm not the accountant. So somebody else has to to handle that part of it. And that helps you, I think you're saying, reveal where you might need that support going forward and where you won't. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to find someone to help you, uh, you know, do your books, for example. Michelle, yes. you know all that already. So yes. uh, this helps you sort these things out. And it also helps you take a little bit deeper look at what are some potential costs that I might have in my business because... These are things I can't do myself mm -hmm. and allows you to do that research before you're actually taking the, that action to start your business. Or if you're in business, is there a trade-off if I invest by hiring someone to do my social media and marketing, what else could I do that is in my strength to bring in more revenue or to connect with more people? So it is really a tool to look at yourself and say, is this something I should be doing? Mm -hmm. Or is this something that is more valuable if I pass this to someone else so I can do what I absolutely love within my business? And then eventually you, you might say to yourself, well, I have to do that in the beginning because I don't have the, the revenue yet. But yes. later, you already have begun to solidify a plan. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand that off as soon as I can. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're starting to know. Do I have to save a little money in the off to the side so that I can do this? Yeah, it's a good guidance tool to help look towards the future. So, when is the best time to do this? This is episode three, so we're talking about this fairly early, but. Would someone have already created a business plan or would they not have done that yet? Is it helpful to have done this first, learn about themselves, or 
Is this something could be done on either side of that, for example? I believe you really need to review this annually. I think you should look at yourself because as we grow and learn, our businesses are growing and learning, and we really need to take that reflection and look to see if there's anything that has changed in the business sphere. You know, mm-hmm. just let's take example 2020. Going into 2020, you would have had one SWOT analysis. Come April 2020, your SWOT analysis would look a whole lot different, especially if you were a service-based business, such as like psychologists or psychiatry or some of these medical practices that had to take their, their businesses online. That was a whole different look. Like all of a sudden, you had to have all this technology, all this investment that you weren't anticipating three months, four months prior. So I would highly recommend doing this SWOT analysis before you begin a business every year. Look at yourself even every year because we all change and the landscape looks a little different each year. Well, that is really uh, an interesting thought. So maybe your situation is one in which you're uh, contemplating a business, trying to understand, should I do it? Can I, can I balance that? Believe me, I, I don't know where that what that's like. Uh, but you keep doing it after that because you might find something is just as revealing in a year from now as something else was last week when you did this. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, think about that and apply it. So I think the idea then is, right, you take the results of the SWOT and then proceed according to what you have in front of you. So if you uh, have interpreted certain things that have evolved from the SWAT as opportunities, then you would presumably set some goals to take advantage of those opportunities. Is that true? Absolutely. Take advantage of what you've learned about yourself. Is there opportunities out there that you're not taking advantage of right now? Mm-hmm. Is there some some strengths that you have not been focusing on that might bring more revenue into an existing business or even looking at a business that you want to start and there was something that you might not have thought about. It just brings a different perspective to self-reflection. Mm-hmm. All right. Self-reflection through SWOT, understanding you with the SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, or as you put it, to traits which uh, could, uh, maybe they're a threat, maybe they're not. Uh, That's the good way to look at that. So be interesting to hear what folks uh, had happen as a result of that. So uh, if you are listening to this and then you go and do your SWOT analysis and set a goal or two, why don't you let us know how that sorted out? There's a comment uh, box at the bottom of the episode. You could make a comment there or reach directly out to Michelle. Her website is linked. And maybe you'd like Michelle to give you a perspective on that SWOT analysis. You can do that too, right? Yes, I can. Yes. I offer free consultation. So mm-hmm. yeah, would so love to talk out. to you. Reach out and say, hey, Michelle, look at I did my SWAT, and here's what I think. What do you think? And she'll tell you. And that first conversation is at no obligation. Coach Michelle Coy helps us through transforming our business mindset. Until next time, Michelle, thanks. Thank you, Richard. 